Welcome to the Daily Dose of Design podcast with Tom Ward. Each day, Tom shares stories with a lesson to help you consider how to better live by design. Thanks for joining him. So let's get started with today's Daily Dose of Design. I didn't get the job. My first and second interview with the executive recruiter went well. Actually, they went great. She told me she would call the company after the second interview to make her recommendation that I be strongly considered for the job. Which company? She couldn't tell me at that point. She would only say, it's the darling of Wall Street. I wondered what that meant. Though I didn't know what company I had just interviewed with the executive recruiter for, I was excited about the position. The role I was being considered for was chief operating officer a C-level position. I would become a key member of the leadership team and would have complete accountability for the day-to-day operations. A few days later, the recruiter called back with the news. The company wanted me to visit their headquarters and interview with the chief executive officer and his team. She also shared with me the name of the company. It was Krispy Kreme Donuts. I had spent the bulk of my career at that time in the food industry. It was a great fit for my skill set. They had two plants that produced donut mix. I had produced cake mix with Procter & Gamble. The company designed and manufactured the equipment to make the donuts at the stores. The engineering group reported to me at my current position. The company did the purchasing of all items in the stores, everything from the boxes and napkins to the tables and chairs in the stores. The procurement team reported to me at my current position. And Krispy Kreme was the darling of Wall Street. The stock had soared over the past year to over $40 per share. It was opening new stores throughout the United States and beginning to move global. In fact, Krispy Kreme had been featured on the cover of Fortune magazine just two months prior. It's hard to describe how excited I was to have the chance to interview with and potentially join such a high-profile company. As I toured the company's lead facility in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, I knew I could bring organization and improvements to the facility. I interviewed with several executives, including the chief executive officer, the person to whom I would report and with whom I would help lead the rest of the company. Two days after the interview, the executive recruiter called. She told me she was stunned. She told me I was more than qualified for the position, but I didn't receive an offer to join the company. The CEO said that he just didn't click with me. I guess I was stunned too. I thought I had interviewed well, but the news really burst my bubble. I now understand what didn't click for the CEO. What he couldn't put into words was that his priorities and values and my priorities and values weren't perfectly aligned with each other. His primary interest was in the company profitability and growth. I had talked as much about developing the talent and the organization as I did about cutting cost. I talked too much to his liking about developing self-managing teams and a continuous learning organization. I was more focused on the long term. His focus was more strongly on the short term. Looking back, I'm actually delighted I didn't receive the offer to join the company. It's important to know what your personal values and guiding principles are and to speak from them. Working in an organization where your values are in conflict with the leadership 
creates a situation of conformance and compliance. Working in an organization where your values are in concert with the leadership creates an opportunity of commitment. Give me an organization filled with committed team members over a high-paying company expecting conformance and compliance any day. You may know the rest of the story. The bubble burst for Krispy Kreme and for the CEO, too. There were some inappropriate accounting practices, similar to the Enron issues, that caused the stock to plummet to less than $2 a share. The CEO was also named the worst CEO of the year by MarketWatch. Henry David Thoreau says, Aim above morality. Be not simply good. Be good for something. Knowing your personal guiding principles, what you stand for, can help you stay aligned with and be on mission. That way, you are more than simply good. You're good for something. You're also making good choices as you demonstrate you are living by design. Tom Ward is the author of The Power of Living by Design. If you'd like more information about living by design, just visit Tom's website, www.poweroflivingbydesign.com. Join Tom again tomorrow, but until then, enjoy your day today, living by design.